Welcome to No Pirate No Podcast, an Armada fancast, where we talk about all things Jacksonville Armada. Well, I'm sure, as most of you know, that the big day has arrived and gone. And so what we're going to do is go through uh, some uh, comments from some Armada dignitaries and people that you will probably know. All right, joining us now is Stuart Weber. Stuart, you've been around for a long time. Tell us how you're feeling tonight after the announcement. It feels awesome. Uh, obviously, as one of the folks who've been here since the very beginning, I was literally there for the first time a team in an Armada jersey took the field. It was a friendly against the Charleston Battery before their first NASL season. I went up to Charleston to go witness that from a local news perspective. I think that was before I worked for the team uh, doing the broadcasting. But look, to come from there, to where we are now, what a journey it's been. And you know, the last couple of years, I've had to answer the question, what are the Armada doing? What, what's going on with the team right now? I've always said, hey man, we're treading water. That has always been my answer. We've been treading water for years. And this is why, to, to get this opportunity, to get this chance to join a league like MLS Next Pro that has a legitimate future and an exciting future. So for the Armada to be a part of it, and for me to be a part of it, it's really exciting. Can't wait. So I am now joined by Nathan Walters. Uh, Nathan, um, you've been here 10 years. The day has arrived where you have publicly announced not only stadium renderings, but what league the team is going to come to. Like, what, what? what's this mean for you? Relief. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just been such a journey and just to be able to announce it publicly. You know, this has been a long time coming. It's been a few years now in the making. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for the, for the fans. I'm excited for the community. This is never about me. It's about them. And, you know, we, we're there and we are now and it is happening. That's, that's, that's it, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm lost for words. It's been such an emotional day, you know. <laughs> I don't want to choke up right now, but it's it's been that feeling, and this is special, and we've spent it with some really special people, and that's the most important. So I, I've, I've I've had a few drinks today, and but I've noticed throughout the day that here at Intuition, um, there's a lot of old faces that were here at the start. How, how much does that tug at you, the heartstrings and everything else? It's real. I mean, it's it's real. The emotions are real. The roller coaster's been real. I mean. We, <laughs> you see these people every single day and you tell them it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And, um, you know, if, if I got a dollar for every time I said it, it's coming, we would have built the Jags a new stadium for a start. And, um, you know, it's it's just so nice to embrace with them and, and to be able to say, you know what, it's real. And, and, and we are here now and this is going to happen. And uh, that's our next responsibility to make this happen. So now we're, we're sitting in November. You guys have focus in the next few months on you got to break ground, uh, but you also have an NPSL season coming up. Uh, what what's the, what's the plans for this upcoming season? We're ready to get to work. We want to win. We want to do it right. And, uh, and that's the most important piece. And, uh, you know, come Monday, <laughs> I'm going to take a few days. Come Monday, that's the focus. And... Uh, it's building the best brand we can build in this country, every level that we compete at and, and winning, because that's important. That builds culture, uh, that builds long-term sustainability, and that is our goal. 
you know, and that is our responsibility, and that's what we're excited about. All right. Thank you so much for your time, and Nathan, from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you. There's been there's been two key people who have been incredibly, incredibly important over this period, and 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 that's Rich Santos and Luis Lorende, and I say that here with the fans because I know the fans will listen and the fans understand, but those two have been incredible during this period, and. I just want to give them some love because we've been so fortunate. Julie Bergman coming back in and helping us for this event. You know, let's see how everything plays out. But it's just, it's great. It's just such a joyous night. And, and we're actually doing this interview <laughs> roughly three blocks from where we're breaking ground. Like, how cool is that? Like, it's... It was the plan. It was the plan. We wanted a venue that was close to home. And uh, it's right down there. Let's go. Vamos Armada. Vamos Armada. President of MLS Next Pro, Charles Alchek. We, we, we have uh, now have a team in Jacksonville. What does this mean for MLS Next Pro? This is a big moment for us. You know, we've been working with Robert on this for se for several years now. Robert and Nathan and the rest of the group. And uh, you know, this club has a really rich history, a very um, uh, strong fan base with. Section 904 with what they've been doing in youth soccer, what they've been doing with the NPSL team over the last few years. And, you know, Jacksonville deserves a professional soccer team at the highest level, and now they're going to get it with uh, with coming into MLS Next Pro. Jacksonville Armada is not going to be like some of the other clubs that's already been announced for MLS Next Pro. They're going to be an independent club. Um, is there like a line of other independent clubs that are coming now? Yeah, this is an important step for us. You know, this is our third independent team that uh, we've announced. Carolina Corps is going to start playing next year in 2024. Our team in Cleveland will start in 25 or 26, depending on when their new stadium is going to be ready. Jacksonville will be coming in in 2025 if the stadium is ready. And we've got more projects that we're working on around the country and hopefully a few more announcements just like this one before the end of the year. Um, but we've got an expansive vision for MLS Next Pro that includes 10 to 20 independent teams coming in over the next number of years. And when you think about what that means, structurally is when we get to critical mass called 40 teams you know do we split into two divisions so right now it's a division three league and when we get to 40 teams do we split into a second division and have two 20 teams in the third division 20 teams in the second division then you ladder up into mls and you've got 30 teams playing in the first division can you come up with really creative competition formats where you have different teams from different divisions playing each other in, in different competitions. You know, there's a lot of white space there. It's really exciting to think about what could be so happening you, in the future. So are you referencing possible, like, cup ties or possible, like, our pro-rel? Is that what you're... You know, we're, we're thinking about all different formats at this point, and it's going to, you know, like everything, it's all about, you know, what the future holds, what's best for the fans, for the teams, for the league and what's best for soccer in North America, in the U.S. and Canada. And when you think about the World Cup coming here in 2026, you know, it's our job to have great clubs with vibrant fan bases competing in as many places as we can, uh, we can manage so that we're developing players and fans and bringing professional soccer to as many communities in, in the country as, as we think is right for the league. And when you think about Jacksonville, it's the perfect example. Jacksonville deserves professional soccer. And that's why we're here tonight. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And hope you have a wonderful night. Thank you. So I am here with Robert Palmer. Um, Robert, it is a great day in the, in the club's history. 
major announcement. We had a we have a stadium now planned. We have a league plan. Tell us in your words, like what 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 this means for us. Yeah, look, this has been a long time coming. I mean, this is a dream being fulfilled. You know, you go back to when when I first bought the club, and you know, we had a league. We were we were time playing at UNF. This was always the vision was to to have a stable league, which we found what I think is the only future stable league in this country uh, for you know lower division professional soccer to grow and thrive. We're going to build our own stadium on a beautiful piece of land in downtown Jacksonville. It's our home. The Armada has been through all these different home venues. That ends when this stadium is finished. You know, we're breaking ground. There's no, the only last hurdle we have is the city has to approve some permitting, which we have all the assurances. It's just a, you know, it's a sign off at this point. We've complied with everything they've asked us to. They just got to file the paperwork and give it to us. I'm ready to drop shovels in the ground in January. We'll have a big party out on the property in January for that groundbreaking ceremony. Everything is in place. We're ready to go. And I, I can't wait. I mean, it's, this is what the dream has always been for this club. It's what the club deserves. It's what you guys deserve in our amazing supporters group. It's what the fan deserves. It's what the city of Jacksonville deserves. And I'm just so proud that after a lot of years of trying and staying true to the process, we're going to deliver on that dream and, and it's real. Yeah, th- th- this is kind of like that culmination of everything that has come together. Because when the, the team, when you first purchased the team, the NASL was going solvent um there was the the lawsuit that was going on and it just it 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 is a feel-good moment for everyone that has been there from the day one from from the times of seven thousand at unf to 200 people at Patton park yeah um how, how does like what is the next step for the club now um what are, are there is there going to be like moments that you're going to or, or when, when do we start seeing players um announced by the team is that going to be until the stadium is built or are we going to yeah so one of the things you know we we're phasing the stadium into two parts because i do want to get the team back on the field as quickly as possible but what i don't want to do is rush it and create a bad experience that first season you know we get one amazing shot at that first season that we'll all never forget because it is really the rebirth of this club and so I'm very committed to that experience being perfect. And so our goal right now is to play in 2025. But if for some reason the stadium timeline doesn't work out and we need to play in 2026, that's what we're gonna do. Because I'm committed to having that absolutely amazing experience and we won't know until we get to a certain point in the stadium construction process which year we're gonna be able to kick. Again, the goal right now is 25, but that's really what's gonna drive player announcements, front office announcements, all the growth is, we don't control the construction timeline as much as we want to. Uh, and, and as much as I want to rush it, we're not going to mess it up. We're not going to get it wrong. We've waited this long. We are going to have the most amazing inaugural season in MLS Next Pro that anyone has ever seen. That is my commitment. And that's most likely going to be in 2025, but it may be in 2026. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. And thank you from, from a supporter that's been here since 2015. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, th- thanks to you guys, man. I mean, really, your commitment and dedication to this club. It is what again got me through some dark times it's been hard you know this has been there were times when it looked like we failed there were times when there was no path back to pro and you guys never gave up on us and that kept me going through some of those hardest times so i want to give a heartfelt thank you to every member of section 904 every one of the amazing fans of the armada you guys are the beating heart of this club i'm just at steward and we're doing this for you all and we're going to win together and it's going to be it's going to be what we all deserve and what we all dreamed of through this entire process the Armada has been a club of adversity and overcoming adversity from the beginning, and I hope this is the, the end of that. The only adversity we should ever worry about again is whether or not we're top of that table. 
which we will be. Which we will be. Yeah, right. So we, we, we heard it from you first. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we are going to have the investment, and you're going to hold the people accountable to make sure we're top of the We're going to do it, man. Yeah. And Tommy Case is going to be the head coach? Well, we'll see. I hope so. I mean, who knows what Tommy's going to be doing in, in a couple of years, but I'd love to see him back, absolutely. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time. All right, man. Take it easy. We're back. Joining us now are Derek. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And Ian. Good evening. So, do we have happy Ian or do we have sad Ian? Actually, we're in my happy face tonight, but you you can't see it. But basically, it's the same as my sad face. So, okay, we'll, we'll go. With I, that. I don't know what you're sad about. We have a stadium. We have a league plan. Like, but. We gotta wait to twenty twenty five. Or twenty twenty six. It could be twenty twenty six, which is what is making me sad. And we'll talk and we'll talk about that in a little bit. All right. So we're gonna kind of just run through things in the order. So we talked to the uh the veteran legendary uh local sports uh, broadcaster and uh part of the Armada broadcast team, Stuart Weber. So uh, what are you guys I'll be honest, thoughts I'm a family with that guy. He is uh, I'm awesome. a fanboy. Okay. He's awesome. He kind of makes he kind of oh. makes us uh, sound bad because you know his his velvety and professional tone. Anyway, I digress. Key word, key phrase he used in there: treading water. I would describe the club. It, this is exactly what the team has been doing for a hot minute. It's just we've had uncertainty whether the club has would survive for a few years, um, even though we knew a stadium was coming. Until last night, it was just rumors. So I think he hit everything just right on the head of the nail. The treading water bit, though, I mean, yes, it describes what we've been doing, but that's why I've been seeing a lot of negative comments about the launch on social media. Have any of you seen that or have any thoughts about it? I haven't really, I haven't been too um, locked into a lot of the social media lately. I've been doing a lot of traveling and uh, a lot of stuff in my personal life. I barely even caught some great goals by uh, one of the four players, uh, Mason Tunbridge, let alone any Armada negative comments. Yeah, there, there were people that basically were saying, well, the Armada has disappeared and now they suddenly, we're, they're suddenly back and, you know, comparing us to Jack's USL and stuff like that. It's, it's yeah, frustrating. That, 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 those are the people that haven't looked hard enough. Exactly. That's honest. my feeling. So, yeah. So yeah, it's it the, the team has been around. They have been playing. They have been winning games on the field. They have done events in the community. Dan, you've just a couple months ago that you were you were out there helping them with events in the community um, yeah. with the east side and down east. And also one one thing like like you mentioned, um, we've been here. We have been playing. We've had uh, you know continue with that player pathway and having uh, guys you know kind of kind of move up. You know, we've had how many people we had go pro now from the U twenty three team? I uh, think it was a. Uh, Two at least. Two, was, uh, I, I can it, think of. Alex Cerritos, Ethan Dudley are the two that come to my mind. Right. There might have been more, but th those are the two that I can think of. And shoots, there's a JFC kid uh, that was there 
on Thursday that he was actually at one point signed to Orlando City B team. Right. So and we got and you know there are a lot of you know you know as Tommy has mentioned in the past there are a lot of guys there are a lot of people that are beating down the door wanting to come play here in the summer, just because of our yeah. program and our culture. You know there there are coaches that are uh, seeking us out. So to say that we're not involved and you know like I said we you know the team has been kept alive. You know this, this yeah. could have been the doors it, could have been, been shut a long time ago. It, it's just visibility wasn't there because let's be real. The ticket, the games have been free. They have not had merchandise. So, what revenue was being brought into the team? So right. they had um, the critical essential staff, and the coaches, and then the players, and then whatever travel and housing costs that were associated with the the last few years. So, right. it's it's just something team. that I think that we need to watch out for. I mean, uh, need to combat it with a, a more a greater presence with a we've been here where have you been type of thing right 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 that's true all right so let's move on to the uh derek's interview with another again a veteran uh man who's been here since day one armada president nathan walter so i'm gonna go back to uh a british saying of uh, uh it's coming home everything from the people that were there and to us being downtown, uh, right a block away from the baseball grounds where the team used to play, to us finally getting a home, and that's three blocks away. It just, it was everything. Like, you can just hear the, he used the word relief in there, but just, it's just a culmination of everything coming together that the people behind the scenes have worked for the last three, five, ten years to make it uh, make last night a reality and 2025 slash 2026 a reality of when pro soccer returns for the Jacksonville Armada with MLS Next Pro. Ian, what are your thoughts? There's really nothing that I can add to what Derek said there. Um, it's just been such a long time and it's going to be a long time coming up now I mean 2025 it's going to seem like forever not that that I'm negative or anything right no not at all 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 you gotta all all you gotta do to like cure that though is just drive by the plot of land that they've already like zoned off and they're gonna start breaking construction just seeing that little by little bit like just swing by every once a month it's I'm sure that that uh the, the feelings will be different. You know, going talking about you know going down and looking at the land. I remember going down there when the, uh, the zoning signs went up, just so I could uh, make sure that it was true that the uh, the, the zoning changes were. were you know, I was told that happened, but I wanted to see it for myself. And uh, so, there'll be, and there'll be things like that, right? So, you know, Mr. Palmer in his uh, interview a little bit later mentioned about or, you know the, or the end, near the end of his interview, but we're going to have a party down there when the groundbreaking comes. So it'll be there's there'll be lots of things to mm-hmm. uh, to see and kind of you know keep us going along. And you know, coming spring, you know that the NPSL season will start. So we've got that little I, bit. And- I have to admit, I haven't been down to the site yet, uh, but mainly because to me, it's not going to be real until we actually break ground. I mean, I'm going to be at that groundbreaking party 
and I'm sure that's when the whole thing will come together for me. Yeah, I'm already cleaning the shovel off so I can uh, I, I can be there. So, but okay. let, let's be real though. The Nathan was touching on also some specific names: Rich Santos, Lewis, and even a former person of uh, Julie Bergman. Julie. Yeah, like it, it's. It, it was great to hear the recognition of the people that not many people outside of the core group of things know who these people are that have like been behind the scenes with the team. Like I'm so glad that he called them out and gave them the recognition that they deserve and what they, what they mean to the heartbeat of the club. And honestly, Nathan, if you're listening, Make sure you bring Julie back to the Armada. She she should have never left. I, and I saw a few other people out in the crowd that were formerly there that would be a great fit. They're they're definitely the lifeblood of the team. And believe it or not, I was happy to hear that uh, Rich, Lewis, and the others were uh, getting some recognition. I mean, privately they do get some recognition most of the time, but publicly it's great to hear them getting a shout out and Rich is everything for this club this club doesn't oh, yeah. be without him mm-hmm. yep 100 100 for sure okay let's move on to let's move on to uh the interview with charles altchek commissioner of mls next pro he um brought up some very interesting stuff about the 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 fact that there's a whole bunch of um two teams in there right now but armada is actually going to be um the third independent league, which, Dan, what were the other two teams that are scheduled to join the league? Carolina Core and uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay. So it, it's good to note that, that this league isn't going to just be reserve teams. So there is going to be independent teams, and it sounds like there's more along the way where they're getting enough traction where they think that they may have more teams that can support in one league. And there's considerations of this league that's Division Three, and then they might have another one that would be Division Two. So that does give us hope that we might be able to play at a higher level with Division Two. He mentioned competitions in there, and I know he was probably leaning towards League Cups. You know me. I'm all about pro rel, so I, I figured I'd sneak in one of those pro rel comments and ask him about if that's what they're meaning so i, I noticed I that. his pc response on that yeah i noticed that i mean as soon as you mentioned pro rel if he started backing off if he'd been backing up any faster he would have become a benny hill sketch thank well, you for it, that, I, 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 thank I, you. I do like the fact that he said they're exploring all options so I, it's even though it's probably never going to happen, the fact that they're not putting it, um, it's not saying a hard no, gives people like me just a glimmer yeah. of hope. Like yeah, it, it's, it, it's like a, um, what was that Jim Carrey movie? Um, so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> that was Dumb and Dumber, oh, wasn't it? Oh, Dumb and yeah, Dumber. Thank you. Yeah, I was thinking of liar, liar, but that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, I mean, I could see the pro rel happening possibly between a third and a second tier 
division such like but uh, getting pro rail up into mls proper i don't think we're going to see in our lifetimes but you never know hey i'm younger than you guys there's a chance for me <laughs> okay well, well definitely not a chance for me so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it depends on whose lifetime you're talking about <laughs> this, right. is, this is true derek's probably got about another lifetime over mine uh, we'll see, but it, now that we've mentioned ProRel like six times, I think I can add that to um, our show notes and tag that. We, it might increase our viewership amongst the uh, Soccer Avengers out there. So Hey, uh, we, we might get Ben Fast to uh, to retweet us. And uh, who's the other one? Uh, Ted Westerfield? Ted, Ted so Westerfield. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, we can, uh, maybe we can just get uh, viral off of those two. Yeah, so I'm going to put it in our tags. I'm going to put ProRel in there. Maybe maybe uh, maybe soccer wars as well. So ooh oh man Shots oh yeah fired. because we were talking earlier about USL Jacks and how mm-hmm. they get, that's kind of a real thing. Yeah, uh, so, allegedly um, there's going to be two professional teams in this market, even though one's actually going to be in Jacksonville, one's playing St. John's County, which isn't really Jacksonville. Well, yeah, but that's besides the point. All right, so yeah, I was. Surprised by you know that you know that Charles was that candid about that. I mean, it is known, and there's going to be a, uh, a another team announced on the 14th of this month. I think it's another big, you know, really uh, not so secret 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 that uh, Chattanooga will be joining MLS Next Pro. Um, they just dropped the other day that they're having their year end celebration, and they're doing um, they're doing a year end party and a major announcement about the team's future. I'm kind of geeked about. A possibility for Chattanooga away. I love that town. It's only about hour and a half north of uh, Atlanta, so it'd be about a seven-ish hour uh, drive up for uh, people of Jacksonville to make the trek. And they got some really cool, like different hot spots for bars to to pre-game and post-game down there. And I can also do it around some work trips uh, because I got uh, quite a few customers in the area as well. So what's going to be good is kind of looking, if you look at the map, you know, we're going to have some, you know, some good away days. I mean, they're going to be a little bit further. Well, some further, some not. So we got, you know, Miami, Miami two, Orlando two. I I wish it would be Miami one. I wait, no, my bad. Wrong Miami one. See, when I see my here, Miami two, I'm thinking like Miami FC. I really wish it was Miami FC. I want to beat Miami FC so bad. We also, we like said, we have Atlanta. We'll have Chattanooga, whatever whatever year that may be. Uh, Huntsville, um, Huntsville is uh, the two team for Nashville, I believe. Um, yeah, and then we'll, Orlando City B. Yep, and then we'll have uh, Carolina Core. So th- there's going to be some some fun trips. I mean, they will be a little bit longer, but those are those are drivable trips. Um, and the, I, the, I just hope that we're not the only ones in the stands when we go away. I, I hope that each one of these two teams has some sort of uh, following. So that there, that's there are some there are some teams that do have some following now. Not like you know they're 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 full teams, but there are some that do right. have following. So it'll be we're going to set the standard for uh, support both home and away. So we'll we'll see you know how we stack up against the competition. All right, so let's move uh, hey, on. As long as as long as we can bring smoke in the uh, in our flags. Well, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting to see because they don't, you know, there's there's been some you know hubbub back and forth in MLS about all that, and we'll, I'm curious to see what we're going to fall under 
under, you know, like, will we have some MLS type rules that we're going to have to stick to? I don't know. So that, that is uh, like the proverbial glass coffin. Oh, Jesus. Remains to be seen. So more to come. Oh, on here we go. Uh, got to be done. Got to at least get one in per episode. One minute. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on to the final, uh, the final interview that we had. Uh, that was with the man himself, Mr. Robert Palmer. So I'm going to back it up just a tad here. Oh, oh before, we, before we interviewed him, he, they were all on stage. Uh, had Stuart, JJ, uh, Robert Palmer, uh, Nathan, and uh, Charles Altchek. Did you guys notice anything different about RP? I, I, I thought he just he seemed the most relaxed that I've ever seen him in any like commercial or any of the few times that I've met him. Like it just it felt like he was like in the most comfortable space that I've seen him in mentally. Well, he was with with alcohol, so that always helps things a little that bit. That does help. So was I that that night. I uh, yes, I was feeling good. We uh, can tell which ones. Night. We can tell which ones you did earlier versus later. I don't know of that. Can you? Yes, you can. Okay, you'll get to that because I think you did a lot of the fan, the uh, supporter uh, comments uh, towards the end of the night. So, no, that was all earlier. Was it? Okay, well maybe yeah. maybe straighten maybe maybe you straighten yourself <laughs> on. Maybe maybe you get better. Maybe, maybe you get better. Maybe the alcohol helps helps you improve. I don't know. All right, so um, yes, we have we have to ply him with alcohol before he does any more interviews. Yeah, I I, I'm in sales for uh, for a living, so I'm I'm pretty sure uh, alcohol, like my my blood level, needs to be at a certain level to perform at a high level. I don't so know, but you may you may not be at, at Scottish levels, but we'll uh, right. <laughs> now if you're, what happens when you're a oh, Scottish? What's a Scottish thing like? You know, I I was I was merely relaxed. It might have been oh, as relaxed as a newt, but I was merely relaxed. <laughs> to, to sidetrack once more, oh boy, we did also have a Scottish visitor. Yes, we did, Mister Saturday Surprise. Service, David Grimison. Shocked, yeah, shocked the world. I was standing by the I was standing by the bar. Now there's a shock for you. Um, actually, just waiting for them to open up to service, and I just hear somebody shouting my name in a voice that sounded eerily like mine. I thought, "What the <laughs> heck?" And turned round, and there he appears like something out of the mist. So it wasn't Eeyore. No, it wasn't Eeyore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But he, that's he, that's me, your mug. Oh, he came, well, you said it sounded like you. I lost my tail. <laughs> oh boy! So he he she, uh, he shows up, surprises us all. None of us knew. No one to a person knew that he was coming. In fact, he said he went over to the arena on uh, Thursday earlier in the day because the um, the Icemen were playing, and uh, he actually had to walk by Intuition while we were all there setting up, and he went around the long way around to make sure none of us saw him earlier in the day because he knew we were there. That's awesome. So, so yeah, it was good stuff. He was here for the weekend. He had a good weekend. He left on uh, the Sunday after. Got to spend a little bit of time with him, and uh, it's good to see that he's doing well. Okay, now back to the interview with Mr. Palmer. All right, any, so. Any highlights to anything, anything that stands out from, from what he had said? 
Yeah, so we got to go ahead to get him. They pull us into the side room. He hops on the couch. He just, like, pats it down, saying, hey, come sit here. Let's do this. Let, like, he's pumped to just get this knocked out. Got a guy recording a video on the other side. Like, he is just, you could tell he's feeling, like, just, like, completely relaxed. And this is, like, he, he's happy about this. So, he points. The goal's twenty twenty five. But we can't control construction. So there's a real possibility it might be 2026 for us. The thing that uh, I took from it, not that it's like me. I mean, I took the negative from it. And uh, it was this uh, backing off to 2026 as a possibility. he, He didn't so much back off as he was using a lot of what we in the literati call weasel words uh sort of yeah 2025 but if it doesn't happen you know and that that was the the thing that kind of got me down not that many things get me down (laughs) so i i i truly think they want it to do 2025 but uh, like i deal with a lot of new construction properties uh, uh i i deal with hotels all the time and I'm a supplier for certain items and hotels and it's there are so many times that I have to push orders three six months timelines because construction delays so I get it honestly like it's like I, I, I don't think it's anything I think if if we can get it up and before the season starts in 2025, I guarantee you he uh, we would play. But let's be realistic. Do you think they can build yeah. a stadium in uh, in 14 to 16 months before the season would start? Well, have well, you seen how th- quickly they've been throwing up the apartments on this side of town? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you got to think though what what they're building is phase one. Um, yeah. So it's not as going to be as complex as phase two, which is going to be the main building and uh, main stand at the one end facing a Philip Randolph. So I think it might be doable. I mean, they, you know, they, they've got all the work done. The, the design is done. The uh, land surveys are done. The uh, approvals with the rezoning, um, they just passed the last hurdle they needed to pass with uh, the uh, Planning and Zoning Commission with City Council. That was this previous Tuesday. Uh, there were some issues around height. Uh, a couple of things were brought up around traffic and some of the lighting. And that uh, that passed committee there, so it, it was had a unanimous vote in committee. It goes to uh, city council on the fourteenth, which we'll talk about that right when we wrap up. So I, they, they, they have everything in place that they that they need. So it's not like okay, we got approval now we're going to do it. Those things have already been laid. So, but. Like you said before, anything could happen you know, with construction. I mean, nobody, nobody expected the the, the uh, pandemic, right? I mean, see, see, maybe, maybe it's just me, but I would have preferred if they'd said the target was twenty twenty six, and then said, "Oh, we can do it in twenty twenty five. Oh, well, okay, it is me, uh, not maybe it that, is me, but yeah, I, I would have preferred just, it the other way around. Yeah, and, but that does, I, I, it doesn't sound, but that doesn't sound as good, right? Yeah, right. this is true. But I mean, we, we could have another pandemic. Oh, there I go being a shiny, happy person again. But uh, we could have another worldwide pandemic that throws everything back. And it's yeah. 2026. But, but uh, I just don't thing, like being disappointed. Another thing that they got to consider is uh, 
the term soccer wars in the Jacksonville market. Like there has been other, there has been another public, a team publicly announced. And I think their target date was 2025 as well. So I, I think timelines are like the timelines are the timelines and everyone's trying to be first to, to the finish line. Right. But I don't want so, to talk about, I don't want to talk about those guys because I just don't want to talk I, about I, those guys. They got nothing. Sure enough. Got nothing. You know, nothing. We got so, land. Uh, we got a, we got we got a stadium built in January. We got breaking ground. Right, so, so it's and right. honest, hey, wh- what about his uh, last comment of uh, when when I asked him about uh, Tommy K? Yeah, uh, put, no no uh, no problem putting him on the spot there. So, hey, uh, Tommy K lifetime contract. I'm all for it. I would uh, I don't know about lifetime, but uh, yeah, I would uh, be quite happy with that. I think he's the the would be the ideal choice. Uh, he's, cer- he's certainly the guy to transition from the uh, the under twenty three season to the uh, next pro season. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that we need that continuity through there. In fact, it's going to be interesting to see what he does next season with the under twenty threes. Is it just purely? like we've been doing as the U- U23, or is there going to be some sort of transitional yeah, last... behavior towards the next season? The the last few couple of years, though, we did it wasn't a fully a U23 squad. Even if you take out Charles Alondu last year, um, who's, what, about 33, 34? Like, we had players that were, like, 24, 25, I think... Uh, uh, center back uh, Torres, uh, Art and Torres. I think he was uh, about twenty five as well. So it's the U twenty three is just a moniker. So I'm I'm hopeful that they are. We can find players that are going to have be part of the long term solution. But the reality is, it's a summer league. What can they do for the other? It's nine it's... months out of the year. It's going to be a definite jump in standard. So that that's kind of what maybe didn't explain myself well, but that's kind of what I'm getting at is that we're going to play for this level we're playing at currently, or are we going to aim to play for the level that we will be going into? Yeah, like honestly, I think it, if it's my millions of dollars, uh, if I'm RP, there's two players from last year's squad that I am targeting that are seniors in college right now, um, redshirt seniors in college. So they're done with school after this year. Mason Turnbridge, who's having a killer year at University of San Diego that played at JU and has played for the Armada the last few years. That guy, that guy is just a one-man highlight reel every time you see right. something from San Diego just now. Right, he he's he's someone you build around that is going to play at that next level that puts in the work, and I also think Edu Coimbra, he he doesn't play for a team as that's as talented, but let's be real, he was the best player on the Armada um, last two years when he's been healthy, and it hasn't been close. He's good enough to play at that next level, and but the problem is. Can you justify signing them to a contract for three months? Are you able to loan them out where they can get work 
the other parts of the season? Or can you find some sort of other league to get them work in? Like whether it's uh, even the UPSL. I mean, he, he could, get him busy, could get him busy selling mortgages or uh, doing real estate. But there is that going to improve his game? Well, I mean, make, make them more business savvy. So I don't know. So. Well, I don't know. You have to be quick on his feet to get around some of the questions he might get. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very true. All right. Does anybody have anything else from uh, Robert's interview? No, I think that covers it for me. I, I can just say that, you know, I can back up what Derek said that, you know, he seemed to be very relaxed and very happy. And, you know, for all the naysayers that are saying, well, you know, oh, you know, talking about Division Zero and look, oh, now they've gone to MLS. And, I, you know, he's going to make what's what's the best business choice for him. I trust him to, you know, and, and it's his money. That's his to do. Right. Um, and I was happy for him to say, you know, that he was a steward of the club. You know, it's yes. our, it's he, our he, team. He, he didn't he's, call he's himself owner. He didn't call himself owner, really. The The message was Stuart, which I don't know if he's picked that up from uh, walking to Wrexham with uh, Robin Ryan using that term constantly. But I love the fact that he use, he's using that term of that it's the city's club. It's the supporters right. club. He's just here for to, to be the caretaker. So right. that was the one I, thing. I do that... like that message. That was one thing that came out uh, on Thursday during the announcement event was the number of shout-outs that Section 904 got. It warmed <laughs> the cockles of me heart, it did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Feels like all the hard work is well, is for something, right? That, that, you know, exactly. The people, the people you know, recognize what, what has been done. Yeah. All right, so I think that's going to do it for this episode. We're going to close this out a little bit differently. Um, one thing I'm going to mention is the city council, full city council meeting is Tuesday the 14th at 5 p.m. at City Hall in downtown Jacksonville. We'd like to get as many people out as we can to uh, show their support and be there to celebrate uh, when hopefully the zoning changes are approved. Um, it'd be great to see everyone out. I did have a look at the agenda that came up today. It's uh, in the middle of the uh, of the meeting. So if you can't make it there at five o'clock, uh, there will be you know plenty of time. I think so if, you, if you've ever been to a city council meeting, they can run a long time. Yes. So, so like I said, we're going to close this a little bit differently. We're going to say our goodbyes. But we're going to close out with some uh, some quick hey, shout. One more thing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Happy Veterans Day today when we're recording. It's the 9th. Sorry, it's taken so long. I've been pretty busy, so we haven't been able to record. Um, but today's November 9th. Veterans Day is the 11th. Thank you, everyone, for your, uh, your service, for all the military people out there. Good stuff. Good stuff. So what we're going to do is we're going to close this out. We're going to say our goodbyes, but we're going to finish off with some interviews from the recorded at the uh, Fan Fest from some supporters. So with that, I will leave you with Go Armada. Vamos Armada. And contrary to popular opinion, I am in fact excited about what's going to come up here. So go on yourself at Jacksonville Armada. All right. Take uh, care, ben, everyone. Okay. Calm down, Ben Stein. Or dry <laughs> red eyes. Try clear eyes. It's Bueller, awesome. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. <laughs> here with Section 904 supporter Sean. Sean, it's a big event tonight. 
Um, the team's actually just announced a new stadium. They just announced a new league. Um, how's this feel for you? Man, I'm super excited. You know, I feel like we kind of known about this coming up, uh, up and coming and stuff. But like now it's official. Like, <laughs> I, I can't even I can't even express how I feel right now. So many friends and like new newcomers I haven't seen before. So it's and we are joined by Ian. Um, Ian, are you sad today? I'm always sad. I don't know. This is it's an exciting day for uh, the Armada, but we've got to wait till 2025. So you're sad but excited at the same time, right? Yeah, but this is kind of something I'm not used to, so I'll explain it later. We look forward to it, Ian. Thank you so much for your time. I'm joined by uh, Michael. Michael, you've been around Section 904 for a while. Um, team just had a big announcement today. They announced the league that they're going into, MLS Next. They announced the stadium that they're going into. Um, what What's the emotions going through your mind right now? You know, like, honestly, I have a lot going on because since I've been part of 904, We've had a very roller coaster ass story for our club. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. So hearing some really good stability in the future means a lot to me. I know I've been gone from the club for a while, but this this news is making me really want to come back and just enjoy the journey once again, like from the beginning. Okay, so uh, that means we'll see you back in the stands going forward, right? Oh, definitely. You're gonna see me pyro in hand screaming my lungs out like I used to do back in the day. So what's your thoughts on MLS Next as the destination? My honest opinion without any controversy for the soccer market is it keeps our club alive. So whatever keeps our club alive and the community growing in Jacksonville makes me happy and I'm looking forward to the future. Thank you so much for your time. So we are here with uh, Sebastian Cordova, president of Section 904. Sebas, uh, the team just announced that they're moving to MLS next. They now have a stadium plan in place. Um, saw the renderings, kind of, sort of, but not really. Um, what's going through your mind right now? Really excited. Finally, the day is here. Uh, yeah, just hyped to, uh, to finally get to the next chapter and uh, get moving, finally. And, uh, yeah. Uh, if you could tell the team one thing right now, what would it be? Like the... The like team. The, future the team. The team? Um, the decision makers. The ones who shall not be named. Um, well, to uh, never forget who has never abandoned the team, who's always been there since day one and never, never left. Appreciate your time. Your time? So the team has announced that they are going to going to join MLS next. And we have a stadium in place. What's your thoughts? Um, just very excited to have a designated stadium for the Armada, and um, can't wait to cheer from the stands. Section I afford. Are you excited about the league? Of course, yeah. Okay, thank you. What about you? I think we'll follow the team wherever they go. I hear that's part of a song. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I might have heard one or two chants about that. I think we're about to walk down the street and break ground on the stadium in a few minutes. So. All right, cool. I'll go grab the shovel. I, 
For some reason, I have a couple shovels in my trunk. Got the dynamite. Yeah. But seriously, January is really close, so that's exciting. And I think well, you know, 2024, the next season goes on, and we'll see the stadium being built. I think that's cool. Any uh, exciting news coming out of Riverside United? Are, are they building a stadium? <laughs> in our hearts. Yeah. yeah. Alright, well, thank you so much for your time. We love y'all. We love you. And where you go, we'll follow. So, Jacksonville Armada has a stadium plan in a week. How does it make y'all feel? It's absolutely fantastic. It's, um, it, it's good that the city is like, stepping up and getting behind the team and the culture. I, I think that the population boom here is great. And um, it, it's upward and onward for uh, the whole I'm so excited for the players for this means this means a larger opportunities. This means like a wider span, more networking for them. This this makes the Armada bigger. It helps Jacksonville. It helps us and supporters. I'm super excited. So if you could sum it up in one word that has a ooh in it, what would y'all say? Wow. I mean, give me a hand. It starts with a d. Yeah. Growth. Uh, How about this? Do <laughs>